everyone and welcome to the refuge retreat podcast we are so excited uh, this has been a little over a year in the making uh, which is not to say that we've worked this hard on it it means that we've tried it several times and just gave up so we are so excited to finally be releasing to everyone out there the podcast world the refuge retreat podcast so we just want this first podcast to be a time where we can tell you who we are what we're doing, and what the purpose is of this podcast. But the best thing about our time together is the fact that I get to do this with my lovely wife, and she's sitting right across from me. Tell everybody who you are. Hey, guys. I'm Caitlin. I get to be married to this guy over here, and we'll be married for 10 years this year, and we're so excited to just do something together that um, fulfills the mission of what God called us to, which is to unify a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. So what you're going to hear on this podcast is just encouragement um, to really live out discipleship wherever um, you live, which is probably on your college campus, at home, at your workplace, whatever that looks like for you. And so this podcast is going to um, just help encourage and challenge you in discipleship. Yeah, everything we do is revolved around making disciples. Uh, we can get into the theology of that, but this podcast will be a way for us um, to just encourage you, train, teach all the things to help us make disciples. Um, so we want to back up a little bit and talk about who we are, how we got to where we are today, and what we actually are doing today. And so uh, this whole journey of beginning Refuge Retreat started in um, in May of 2019. Yeah, good job. You got wow, that. that was difficult. That was like trying to remember one of my girls' birthdays, uh, which we have three daughters, by the way, five, three, and one. Um, so, and I don't know their birthdays. But, uh, so we started May 2019, and it was a crazy journey where we just felt like God specifically say, hey, you're starting a retreat center for college students, and you're going to move, and it's going to be a big move. And so we prayed for six to eight months through what that looked like, very intense praying like we never had before, really, um, and just set out on this journey. And what we felt like him saying is it's going to be a central location where you can reach college students, and you're going to build a place where they're going to come, you're going to teach, train, encourage, and send them back to their campuses to make disciples. But it wasn't all super easy, was it, Caitlin? No, it was very much unclear for a lot of months. And we had helped start a church. Um, we had been there for five years and the Lord really did so much in our hearts through those years of just learning about what it means to be a disciple that makes disciples. And, um, Adam, he was a youth pastor there for several years. And so he really grew a desire in our hearts just to reach the next generation and what that looked like. And so we were very comfortable there. We loved it. God had done some amazing things. We had seen him do things we had never seen before. And so it was something that we could have easily been just closed fisted to. And our prayer was God, just open up our hands and not let us miss something that you have for us just because you've done so many great things here. And it would be very easy for us to stay. And so when we felt the nudge from the Lord to just take that leap of faith, um, 
we were just seeking clarity. And so uh, it was hard to come to that conclusion. But at one point, we just decided, okay, we've got to say yes to this. We're not going to do anything unless we take the next step. And so taking the next step for us meant leaving our church there, stepping out completely in faith, moving to Hendersonville, North Carolina, and um, starting the refuge retreat. Yeah, it's been crazy so far, for sure. Lots of lessons learned, lots of steps of faith and learning what faith looks like and what faith doesn't look like. Um, But we had two real big... Worship music is a big deal to us. I've been a worship pastor for several years, and uh, music is just always playing in our house, and it seems to calm us down when our girls are driving us crazy or whatever. Uh, But it's a big deal for us, and they were right around that time, uh, passion the Passion Movement, so you all, you all know Louis Giglio and the Passion Movement, Chris, uh, Christian Stanfield, all those people. Uh, they're amazing. And so they released a new album, and there were two songs on the album that were really an anthem for us, so to speak. Uh, and it was Follow You Anywhere. If you know this song, look it up. Uh, but Follow You Anywhere, just the message of surrender, all in. Jesus, we're all in on whatever it is that you want. Uh, and that song was, was very much so um, a, a banner song for us that we just kept listening to over and over. And then there was another one, which over the years has turned into a, a harder song uh, to to sing or to be reminded of, but it's the song of just let it fade away. When, when, you know, whatever you want, God, that's what we want, and let everything else fade away. Uh, and that has been, at first it was like, yeah, let, let all the other distractions fade away, and we just want what you want, and it was all exciting. And now as you begin, I'm a dreamer, so by nature. I just, uh, I'm a big dreamer and I love to think of big things. And, you know, I want the dreams that I dream to happen like tomorrow. And so, uh, which is typically not realistic, but, uh, with the song fade away, it's been one of those where as the dreams come and as I feel like we get visions together and, and, and dream about stuff and pray through stuff, uh, what God tends to do is remind me specifically of that song and go, look, it's still what I want. You're still in my plan listen to me. And so that those two songs were real big for us to help us pray through this season that we're, we're in. And, uh, you know, right now what we're doing is we're living, Caitlin said, we're living in Hendersonville, North Carolina and, um, meeting new people and meeting some friends and we've been networking. And, uh, one of the really cool things is we've been finding ways to be in the lives of college students. So me being a student pastor, I had a handful of students that graduated in the last couple of years. And we have a handful of students at Appalachian State University and UNC Charlotte and uh, North Greenville and all over that we've networked with. And we've just been able to hang out with them. And um, we actually just completed our third retreat. And so in the last two years, even through a pandemic, (laughs) which was kind of crazy, don't launch a nonprofit uh, at the beginning of a pandemic, but uh, we were able to uh, do just some crazy things that we'd never thought we would do to help us grow. Um, So Caitlin, tell us about what what was the only option for us when COVID hit and everybody was stuck inside? We launched Zoom Bible studies because everybody had left their community. They couldn't be at school. They had to be at home and quarantine at their houses. And honestly, we weren't planning to start it, but we had a couple of students that were like, hey, would you do a weekly Bible study for us? And we would just meet over Zoom. And you know, that just became a hot word because everything happened over Zoom. And so we started it, and it was shocking to us how many students wanted to participate. So we initially just did a girls' study, and that kind of grew really fast. And 
we were like, well, we should start a guy's study too. So we meet weekly over Zoom. I did not want to do it. I, my thought was guys are not going to want to join on Zoom and no one's going to be there. This is silly. Yeah. And Caitlin does it with girls and there's like 35 girls from all over the Southeast and some from the Midwest. It was just crazy how many joined in to, to do that. And you're right. It's because they had nothing. They were, they were, their community was taken away from them. Right. And so it was really sweet way to just connect with students and honestly meet a lot of students that we never, ever would have thought we would reach at that point in time. So it really launched us into a way to, uh, engage with other students and then tell them about our retreats. And so, um, we're continuing to do zoom Bible studies today. It's been two years since we've moved here. So, um, everything is still in very much a learning and transitional mode, but we um, hope to continue to do those. It just looks different, and there's different seasons, of course, now that we're kind of coming out of COVID somewhat. People are back on their campuses. Football games are happening. There's concerts, and everything else that um, students had before COVID is right back um, at it. So everything looks different, you know, but we're still growing through that and being able to meet students right where they are and filling the gaps, honestly, for students that don't feel like they have community on their campus right now. Yeah, so it's been a really cool way, again, she said, for us to meet new students and and engage with students that we did not know prior to this. And that was, I would say that was, as that was happening and as, you know, COVID was this thing that was unknown and kind of scary and all this stuff was happening, it was a really cool way and we feel a way for God to just kind of have his hand on us to fuel us. Hey, we're meeting new students. They're they're engaging in this Bible study and they're actually showing up and doing it and they're inviting their friends to it. And uh, it was this thing that, at least for me, it fueled what we were doing and was God kind of showing. And all along the way, we can look back now, and again, only two years in, but we can look back and see how God has provided yes but how he has just shown us that we are we're following and doing whatever it is that he wants to do and uh you know on the backside of that still having the dreams and still having the visions what you really ultimately want is to be right in the middle of what it is that he uh, is doing and where he's moving and uh so yes we've we've had uh three retreats up to this point uh we have a partnership with a camp here in hendersonville north carolina which we quickly found out is like a hub for camps in this area, there's so, there's over 35 camps in the two counties here where we are, which is insane. So there's camps everywhere, but we have a cool partnership with Camp Highlander, which is here in uh, Mills River, North Carolina, and we did our first retreat there, and it was so much fun. We had 50 college students from 14 different universities uh, gather for a weekend where we worshiped together, and it was so cool to be able to do that with some students that we already knew, but then with leaders that are really close to us and people that we love and just came alongside of us to do that. We couldn't do this by ourselves. There's no way. And so having leaders come with us and do it, and uh, it was just a very surreal. I remember after that retreat using the word surreal and looking it up to see what it meant, and the definition was an unearthly experience. And I was like, oh, man, that, that is exactly what it was. It was so just crazy and um, really, really encouraging, and we just felt like it was God saying, okay, this is the beginning of, of something that, that I'm going to do, you know, and I'm going to use you guys to do this. And, uh, we're just so fired up about it. And then, you know, learning from here, doing it, our second retreat at uh, a very special place to Caitlin and I, a place called Garden City Chapel and Retreat, which is, uh, just South of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And, uh, we did a retreat there with 60 students from, I think 17 universities or something like that. Uh, and it was again, amazing and just a great, uh, great experience. And it was really cool because 
the chapel, we call it the chapel, but Garden City Chapel is a place where Caitlin and I actually met, and that's where the love story began. Yeah, it was crazy how all back, you know, how many years ago now, 15, that God was already weaving those things into our story, you know, just the impact that retreats have on my life and your life and how I think all along that's just been woven into our story, which is really cool. But we want to, we thought it'd be good to just kind of let you know who we are, what we do. If you, we'll put this in the set, um, the notes, but um, if you wanted to just check us out on our website or follow us on Instagram or Facebook and kind of just see what we're doing, what we're up to, that would be where you can just stay engaged with us there. But ultimately this podcast is just going to be uh, 15 minutes or so of encouragement where you can just turn it on on your way to class as you're cooking dinner. Maybe you're going to be folding your laundry or just wanting to breathe for a few minutes and go for a walk or whatever that looks like for you. But we want to just pour into you for 15 minutes of your day, maybe steady your heart a little bit, challenge you, just quiet yourself before the Lord and maybe give you something to just um, think about throughout your day as you are living a really busy, crazy life. And we know that there are so many obstacles as college students to walk through as following Jesus. And so it's our prayer that this would just be something that just motivates you to look more like Jesus. Yeah. One of the things that we continually tell ourselves and tell college students at our retreats is we believe so much in the impact that college students can make. Uh, We have a, a slogan or a saying that we just use from day one and we still have that's college students can. And I think when people look at that, they go, can what? And for us, it's, it's an endless list of things. It's we believe that college students have so much ability and have things right in front of them to make uh, major impact in our world today. And obviously, because we follow Jesus, we want those impacts to be uh, in Jesus' name. And so uh, we tell college students all the time, we don't want you to wait until you've graduated. You don't need to wait until you get a job or whatever it may be. You have what it takes now to make disciples on your campus and to point people towards Jesus, your roommate, your classmates, your co-workers, whoever it may be, you're walking to class, you sit next to someone at class, um, whatever it is, we believe that college students have the ability to make major change. And so uh, with that, we want to be a voice and we want to be an encouragement. And so in these short 10 to 15 minute podcasts, we just hope and pray that it encourages you and gives you a little bit of information here and there and some motivation to go out and to do the thing that we were called uh, and really commanded to do from Jesus, which is Matthew 28, 19 through 20, to go and make disciples. Uh, and so uh, that's kind of the story to get us started. And then uh, we're excited to go forward and to uh, keep doing this. It'll be a journey for sure. We're going to hopefully be releasing on a weekly basis. And we would appreciate it if you subscribe to our podcast. Help us um, know that you're listening. And you could even comment, leave a review if this is something that encourages you or that you want to be a part of. Um, So to help us get the word out. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.